Hey, Zach here, and before we dive into this week's episode, I wanted to let you know that you can actually grab the recordings of our most recent Facebook and Instagram ads for List Building Bootcamp for just $25. Now, in January of 2024, we hosted a five-day live training where we walked our clients through step-by-step how to set up ads that grow their email list every single day so that they're always growing their business, always growing their audience, and always having new people to make offers to. Now, what's really great about this bootcamp is we have literally dozens of client results from it, and you can get the recordings of that most recent one from January of 2024 for just 25 bucks. All you have to do is head to theadsbootcamp.com. Again, that's theadsbootcamp.com. And you're going to learn step-by-step through how people were able to grow their list. Um, We have incredible results like Zeta, who added 67 leads to her list in just five days at $1.80 a piece, or Nora Jean, who added 62 leads for $1.12 in those five days. We have Brenda, who added over 500 people to her list over the course of a week, under $0.50 a piece. Uh, Heather Lalonde who did over 200 leads at 50 cents a piece. Amy Hughes, who added over 300 leads in a week. I mean, the list goes on and on. And those are just our January testimonials. We have even more than that, plus testimonials from the last seven times we've done this. And we would love to have you in next. So if you head over to theadsbootcamp.com, you can grab the recordings for just 25 bucks. It'll walk you step-by-step through growing your list. And in less than five days, you could have tons of new leads pouring into your list every day, semi-automated with Facebook advertising. So check it out and let's get into this week's episode. This is the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast, episode number 139. And on this episode, we are talking all about launches. So if you're looking to have a successful launch of your digital course, coaching program, or consulting offer, this episode is for you. So stay tuned. Hey there, you're listening to the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast. My name is Zach Spuckler, and on this show, we talk about how to go from passionate side hustler to full-time online business owner with tips, tricks, and interviews to help you take it to the next level. Let's do it. What, what, what is up, hustlers? Welcome to another episode of the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast. Now, per usual, I'm stoked for this week's episode because I'm going to be talking to you about the keys to having your best launch yet. Now, I went back and forth about what to title this episode if I should be like, you know, your first successful launch or, you know, your first X dollar launch. And I ultimately decided that I just want you to have your best launch yet. A lot of times we set expectations on ourselves about whether the launch is a success or not based on purely the bottom line revenue. But there's a lot more that goes into a launch and there's nuances and there's subtleties and there's things that can be a massive success even if you don't make a million dollars. And that's what I want to talk about today. Now, before we dive into this week's episode, I want to invite you to a free masterclass that I'm hosting. It's actually a workshop later this week where I'm going to walk you through how to create your 90-day profitable course launch plan. Now, there's some subtleties to this that I want to share with you specifically as a podcast listener, which is that this is not how to have a five-figure launch. This is not how to have a six-figure launch. This is how to create a launch plan. And whether this is your first launch or your fifth launch or your 10th launch, we want to help you get systematized and planned out so that you can have your most successful launch yet. So for some of you, this might be your first profitable launch. For others of you, this might be your second or third launch. But you're starting to get into that zone where you want to get better and better results. 
So if you want to tune into that workshop masterclass later this week, you can head over to thelaunchclass.com and save your seat. We're going to have a class on December 10th and December 12th to hopefully meet and accommodate all of your schedules. So let me know if you register by tagging me over on Instagram at HeartSoulHustle, and I'd love to see you there. So let's get into it. Today, we're going to talk about the four keys to having your best launch yet. And again, I really want to reiterate, just like with the workshop, just like with what I talked about, that it's your best launch yet. And I think it's important that we set the stage by saying, you know, generally speaking, your first launch does not retire you. Your first launch is not the time that you quit your job or go full time or start your business completely. You know, when you do your first launch, you're probably still a side hustler. You're probably still figuring it out, right? Whether you are working full time or not, it's like this is the first big event. And I tell people your launches are going to scale with time. So this is about having your successful launch. And maybe for you, that's your first $1,000. Maybe that's your first $10,000. Maybe that's your first $25,000. But this episode is about your first successful launch. So I want you to take a minute to just shed those expectations of what other people say your launches should be. I want you to take a moment to shed that comparison of what everyone else is doing and all the big marketer math that you see out there where people are like, I just had a million dollar launch. And they don't share their expenses or their costs or their team or the timeline or the planning. Shed those expectations and let's get into this episode. So the first key to a successful launch is for you to rehearse, prepare, and show up. So one of the biggest mistakes that I made when I was getting started with my business is that I would do these webinars and then I wouldn't practice them before the webinar. And so I didn't know what slide was coming next. I would find myself speaking ahead and skipping slides. So I recommend that whether you're doing a challenge or a video series or a webinar, that you rehearse what you're going to do. Now, for me personally, my rehearsal process is very low key. I don't actually do the webinar live. I like the live atmosphere. I have a hard time drumming up the energy, practicing on my own. But I read through and study my slides almost like a textbook, almost like you would study for a college class. I read through and I read through and I read through. And inevitably, I make spelling mistakes. (laughs) That's just my MO. But I'm always reading through so that I'm rehearsing what's going to happen. So if you are like, gosh, doing a webinar like on the fly, having just read the slides is not going to do it for me, then you need to rehearse. You need to practice the webinar. You need to practice the videos. You need to practice the content. And that goes right in there with prepare. Be prepared to show up, right? And I kind of put those two together. Prepare yourself and show up. So I think of Amy Porterfield when I think of this. She talks about how she does like a little dance, listens to her pump up playlist before she does a webinar. And I think that's really important, right? Because that's getting you in the right headspace. That's getting you in the right mindset. Because the last piece of this first key is that you have to show up. And show up, a lot of times when we hear that online, is like, just show up and and that's half the battle, right? I'm not talking about that kind of showing up. I'm talking about showing up with the energy to serve, support, and deliver successful content. What does that mean? Well, you know, we can get into the energetics of this, like the the really woo stuff where it's like your energy determines your vibration and your frequency, and that's what you attract. But I think sometimes when we get too ethereal or woo, I, I scare some people away. I like to say that my life is an intersection of woo and logic. I love the woo stuff, but I also like the logic of it. And here's the thing. If you show up for your webinar, low energy, tired, not prepared, not in the right headspace, 
do you really think people are going to want to buy from you if you're like low energy? Like think about this podcast, right? There's intonation, there's inflection, there's softer moments and louder moments. And I play with that. And I, I'm not just doing a podcast. I don't just sit down and go, all right, I got to do a podcast. Let me talk monotone like this for the whole podcast, <laughs> right? I prepare and I write out my notes and I show up and I turn the energy on. And for a lot of people that can be a struggle, like how do I just turn the energy on? You get better with time. And I also find that if you're doing a challenge or a webinar for your launch, that having the energy of the people in the quote unquote room really helps. That really amplifies your ability to show up. So you really want to rehearse, prepare, and show up. So that's the first key to your best launch yet. The second key is that you want to spend money on advertising to engage. Now, here's my thing. If you are launching for the first time, you may be like, I want to do it fully organic. I want to not spend any money on ads. I want to just get my feet wet. I personally recommend that you learn at least a little bit about ads and play with them a little bit in your launch, even if you're just going to spend 50 to 100 bucks just to get your message out there. Because what I'm talking about is not necessarily just spending ads to get people into your webinar or your challenge, right? That's the traditional thing we think of when we think, oh, I'm going to run ads for my launch. I'm going to get people into my challenge, into my webinar. What I'm talking about is ads that engage people in your audience before, during, and as the card is open, okay? So before you go into your launch, if you have a podcast like I do, you want to take your podcast and run it as an advertisement to your warm audience. You want to engage them. You want to make sure they're seeing your content. You want to start being top of mind before you ever make a pitch, right? Because someone who's seeing you on the internet, seeing you create content, seeing you be consistent, seeing you put out good stuff and consuming and engaging with that content is way more likely to purchase than someone who joined your list three days ago, okay? I'm not saying that it's a bad idea or that cold audiences can't convert, but what I am saying is that warm audiences convert at a higher rate. So leading up to your launch is really beneficial just to run ads to your warmest audience or even to cold audiences to turn them warm so that when you go into your launch, you've actually got people to talk to. Now, this is something that I like to refer to as the ecosystem of engagement. It's like you want to get people into your sphere, liking your stuff on Facebook, liking your stuff on Instagram, watching your videos, joining your email list, visiting your website, because that ecosystem is all retargetable with Facebook ads which essentially means, hey, if you like my Instagram post, I can actually now run an ad to people who like my Instagram post with my newest Instagram post, my newest podcast, my newest blog. And I'm going to continue to prime and warm those people up. So that's what I want to do in pre-launch is I want to build my ecosystem of engagement. Then if I'm in the lead generation phase where I'm driving people into my webinar or my challenge, I want to run ads to everyone who registers. So I run ads to everybody who registers for my webinar because I want to stay top of mind after they register. So I either do a Facebook Live and run it as an ad to everyone who's registered. I take a podcast and run it to everybody who's registered. But the key is I'm taking content that will prime them to be ready to buy based on what I'm going to pitch in the webinar or the challenge, right? So you want to engage the people who actually sign up because think about it, when we start running ads, we run them anywhere from seven to 10 days before the actual webinar. And so that means for seven to 10 days, we're just sending an email. And you know, email open rates aren't insanely high, right? So we want to make sure that we're still hitting all the people who registered with content 
And that's going to improve our show up rate. It's going to improve our engagement process, and it's going to get more people talking to us. And then finally, you want to make sure that when the cart is open, you're retargeting everybody from your launch with your paid offer. It's such a low-hanging fruit in the process that a lot of people skip because they're like, well, I might not be ready for ads or I'm not quite there yet. And I say, look, if you even spent $50 to $100 nowhere else, you're like, I don't want to do engagement ads. I don't want to do the lead gen lead up ads. I just want to do retargeting ads. That's what I would recommend. Spend $50 to $100 targeting the people in your promotion. Because think about it. If you do a webinar like we're doing called the 90-day launch plan, and I have a course on launching that's coming out. If you signed up for that webinar, you clearly want to scale your launches. You want to get better results with your launches. So you are a qualified lead for my paid program, even if you only watch the replay, even if you didn't attend the whole thing live, even if you just signed up, you're a qualified lead because I know that you want to solve the problem that my paid course solves, right? And so I want to run an ad to you and retarget you and give you the opportunity to engage with me inside a paid program. So don't skimp out on retargeting, even if you're like, I'm new to ads and and that doesn't make total sense. Like, look, I have ads trainings, I have ad courses, I have ads podcasts and workshops that I've done. What I'm going to recommend to you is that you YouTube how to retarget with Facebook ads. Now you might be like, Zach, why wouldn't you sell your course here? Because for me, getting you to do this is not a ploy to get you to buy my latest thing or buy my product. I really think that this could change the course of your launch. So I want you to take the time to study how to do this, even if it's not from me, okay? I really want you to get in there and take the time to learn. Quick recap on that key. You wanna spend ads on engagement during pre-launch, during the lead gen period, and then you wanna do retargeting engagement ads during the cart open. And what I mean by engagement is you're engaging the audience that's there, right? You might run the ads for traffic or conversion or engagement, But when I say engagement, I'm talking about engaging the audience that's there, okay? So quick recap on the keys that we've covered so far. Key number one, rehearse, prepare, and show up energetically. Give your audience a show. Be there, be present, be excited, be geeked up. Even if there's 10 people registered for your webinar, those 10 people cared enough to hear from you, show up for them. Key number two, spend money on engagement ads during pre-launch, cart open, and the lead gen phase. The next key that I want to talk about, it's, it's kind of like not a key. It's more like a mindset shift. And that is that when it starts, it's on and it's not over until the very end. So I have a friend who likes to refer to the period in your launch between cart open and cart close when your sales are kind of quiet as launch free fall. It's this period of time where you're like, oh my gosh, is anybody else going to buy? Nobody bought yet. Is my launch bad? What did I do? And what happens to a lot of people is we start to accumulate this self-doubt, this self-sabotage, this awareness of the fact that people aren't buying from us at the volume we had hoped for or wanted. And what that does is it changes the way we show up. And I don't mean that the same way I meant in the first key. I mean this in the sense of like, if you're not getting sales, you stop posting on Instagram because you're like, what's the point? Or you stop doing your Facebook lives because you're like, what's the point? We had a client inside of our coaching program who said, I want to break even, I want to at least break even on this launch, I want to double my money. And they opened the cart, they got a couple of sales. And they said, I don't know what I'm going to do if I don't get my sales at the end, right? I don't I don't know what I'm going to do if I don't hit those results. And I said, well, number one, you're going to learn, 
You're going to learn from that experience, right? Success is not a great teacher, but failure is. So first things first, no matter what happens with your launch, you learn, right? But number two, I said, it's not over until it's over. So don't quit, right? And they were like, I'm sending the emails. What do I do? Like, what else can I do? And I said, you could do anything. You could do Instagram lives, Facebook lives, DMs, more Facebook ads. You can do whatever you want. But just remember that until that cart closes, the game is on. Do not quit. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to your audience because good things can happen at the 11th hour. And that brings me to this point that I always like to point out to people, which is what's called the J curve. So traditionally, this is how a launch goes for me. And sometimes it's more like a U, but I want you to imagine that you're looking at the letter J and you're looking at that J over time. And that's usually how your sales would look if you charted your sales over time. You have an influx over cart open and then it kind of drops down in between cart close. And then at cart close, you have another influx of people. So it looks like a J or a U. That means that during that middle period, it's okay if sales are quiet. Now, there's things we can do to boost those sales, amplify those sales, get more people into action. Absolutely. I don't think that, you know, you have to have this quiet lull. But if you have the quiet lull, you're normal. And I think that's where a lot of us struggle with launching is like, we don't talk about the launch freefall. We don't talk about the period in between. We don't talk about the uncertainty. And so when we feel self-doubt or uncertainty, we're like, oh, I'm the exception. I'm different. I'm not the rule. But the reality is the rule is most people go through a quiet period in their launch. They go through a period where it's quiet, especially if you're just getting started and you don't have all the bells and whistles yet. So don't beat yourself up. And then remember that there is the power of connection. So in those last 24, 48 hours, make it possible for people to contact you directly. And I know that this might be a little like, well, that doesn't scale or I can't do that long term. And that's okay. When you're getting started or you're trying to have your first profitable launch, or even if you're starting to scale your launches, give people a way to text you, right? You can use a Google voice number. You don't have to give your phone number out on the internet. Give people a way to message you. Put a chat box on the sales page. Put a messenger bot on the sales page. Put your phone number there, right? Or tell people, text me your phone number, email me your phone number, and I'll call you. Link them to a calendar app and let them book a time to chat with you. You know, I think that there's this shift starting to happen in the online space where people want to talk with a human before they make a decision, right? And some people don't. Some people are happy to buy. Some people are happy with the results. But not everybody can buy without feeling like they're going to be supported. And so giving people a way to get that support, to get that connection, to get that intimate line of communication with you before you collect the check is massive. And it's going to get you really great results. So that's key number three. When it starts, it's on and it ain't over till it's over. The last thing that I want to talk about is what I call the get scrappy principle. And the get scrappy principle, I actually adapted from something I heard from John Lee Dumas when I heard him speak on a stage several years ago. And he said, do things that don't scale. And that just stuck with me. And what really I took away from that was like, sometimes we, very similar to what I was talking about in the last key, we think, oh, I'm going to do the webinar. I'm going to sell the thing. I'm going to make a lot of money. and I'm never going to have to talk to anybody. I don't know what it is about the online course model. I think it attracts a lot of introverts like me because we don't love being in the energy of people. We don't like the idea of being bound to a schedule. We like the idea of being able to keep to ourselves a little bit. Now, if you're an extrovert and you love this, great. 
let me know, right? I find that lots of people in the online space are in fact introverts. And the scrappy thing is like to do things that don't scale. And maybe you can't do all this stuff when you have 500, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 5,000 people registered for your webinar. But if you're doing your first, second, third launch and you've got, you know, 200 people, go through your email list and email the people who click to the sales page and ask them if they have questions, right? Shoot them an email and say, hey, I noticed you were checking out the sales page. I just wanted to see if you had any questions about the program I can personally answer. When people are on the fence, send them a voice note on Instagram. Send them a video message with like Bonjoro, right? Which is a video app that allows you to email people a video of you welcoming them to your program, thanking them for being on your webinar. There's so much that you can do and it's really, really powerful. So the scrappy principle is basically like, get scrappy, get in there, get your hands dirty, do stuff that other people won't do. Make those connections, talk to people, reach out, start conversations. A lot of times I think we're afraid to be pushy or salesy, but is it salesy to reach out to someone who is on your class and say, hey, I noticed you were on my class the other day. Did you enjoy it? What was your favorite part? That's it. That's all you got to say. And then if they say, oh my gosh, it was great. It was phenomenal. Say, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you loved it. Are you considering the program I shared at the end? That's not spammy. That's not sleazy. That's not pushy. That's just opening a dialogue. And opening a dialogue is really, really powerful. So I just want you to start thinking like, how can I get scrappy in my launch? How can I do more? How can I show up more? How can I do things that don't scale, like John says, and get freaking results? Because the reality is, as an entrepreneur, a lot of us have adopted this mindset that's like, oh, I can do the webinar and make the money. But it's all the stuff in between that makes the difference. It's all the stuff you're going to do in the middle. It's all that personal outreach, personal communication, personal connection that's really going to amplify things for you. And yes, I get you can't do that if you're doing a 3,000 person launch or a 5,000 person launch, but you can adapt some of it. You could send a voice note via email to everybody in the launch that just says, hey, thank you so much for being in my launch. I hope you had a fantastic time at the class. Let me know if you have any questions. Just hit reply and I'll personally take care of you. Like just saying those words, I'll personally take care of you can make a huge difference for someone. So let's recap the four keys and put a pretty bow on it. Four keys to your best launch yet. Number one, rehearse, prepare, and show up energetically. You got to be present if you want the present. (laughs) Number two, spend money on ads for engagement. Engagement in pre-launch, engagement during lead generation, and engagement once the cart is open. Key number three, when it starts, it's on and it's not over till it's over. Do not quit. Remember the J-curve and remember the power of connection which leads us to the fourth key, which is get scrappy. Do things other people won't do. Reach out to people, connect with people, get on the phone, text people, get on Zoom. You might be like, oh, I don't want to get on the phone call for a $100 program and I'm just getting started. Get on the phone, make those raving fans, have those people connect with you. So there you have it. Those are my four keys to your best launch yet. I hope you got lots of value. If you did, do me a favor and leave a review on the show. I beyond appreciate it. You head over to heartsoulhustle.com forward slash iTunes. It'll take you directly to iTunes where you can leave a review. Of course, if you're on another podcast platform, we always will have reviews there too. But Apple iTunes is our primary streaming source. So if you would not mind leaving a review, I would beyond appreciate it. So I hope you have an incredible rest of your week. I hope to see you in the launch class later this week, thelaunchclass.com if you need that link one more time. 
And until next time, have an incredible week and keep hustling. Thanks for listening to the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast. For more great stuff, be sure to visit heartsoulhustle.com.